ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Tuesday, 4-20-2021. Coming, <laughs> coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, my hot take this week is more of a shout out to my excellent girlfriend Michelle. We were in Austin, no Houston, Texas this weekend for a wedding, uh, <clears throat> in Houston, Texas. Uh, I know that Thomas especially hates the Astros so much, and they've been embroiled in this cheating scandal, uh, and rightly so. We're kind of the hated team in Major League Baseball. Something I'll say for Houston, Texas real quick is that that seems to be a baseball town, which I appreciate. Um, anyway, we were at this uh, wedding. Wait, what? Huh? All right, we'll carry on, carry on. <laughs> we were at this wedding, uh, fully expecting to, you know, be arguing with Astros fans. And um, <clears throat> Thomas, you don't know my girlfriend. Joel, you do. She's got a pretty serious, uh, what's the word? She comes hard when she's, um, you know, got something to be angry about. And so, especially when she's had a couple of drinks. And so we were at this wedding, and at the end of the night, this guy yeah. was talking to she's this guy. opinions about Corley Booker, I know. Right, right. She has strong, she has strong opinions. Um, and is not afraid to let you know about them. But right. we were at the end of the, it was kind of end of the evening and I was talking to this guy and he found out we were from New York and he's like, oh, are you a Yankees fan? And I was like, no, I'm a Red Sox fan. And he's like, ugh. And, <laughs> and, and Michelle was like, oh, you're an Astros fan? And he's like, no, I'm a Yankees fan. And she's like, oh, well, oh, no. I was, I was going to say if, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But for you, it's more like if you ain't beating women, you ain't trying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Right. Right. And I was already in love with this girl, but like that, like <laughs> took it over Wait, the top. She said so that? that's what she said to him. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, what did he say? He didn't say much after that, honestly. <laughs> Rightfully so. Right, that kind of ended the conversation. That's not an idiot, apparently. Well, kind of an idiot, but that's the smartest Yankee fan I ever met. He knew him to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> did you run into any Astros fans? Yeah, there were, well, that's what I'm saying. Is it's it's a real baseball town. And I know that the Astros have been very successful recently, but they also have. Yeah, I, 
and it's a baseball baseball season, but I saw far more Astros uh, flags and signs and bumper stickers and gear and jerseys than I did for either the Rockets or the Texans. Wait, 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 wait. But let me let me let me intercede here. They're they're coming two years removed from a championship and are defending American League champions also. So like they're like. They're like the Seahawks in 2015. You know what I mean? Like, right. they're they're in the middle of like the hype, the apex of their hype. So, by any standard m- metric, they should be at the height of their popularity. And, but it also goes to show that nobody's talking about them cheating. And the first person you met is a fucking Yankee fan because that's what their Astro fans would be. So I call bullshit on it being a baseball fan. <laughs> No, no, I think it really, I think it is though, because people just like regular, you know, out at the bar, and even well, when games aren't going on, are like wearing Astros jerseys. And you know, no. New York is not a baseball team. Nobody wants to talk about their football team losing their all-star quarterback, who also is doing sketchy-ass things in masseuse parlors, and nobody wants to talk about their basketball team. Which just lost like their MVP caliber player and is now doo doo bucks. Houston has got to be one of the worst places on earth. <laughs> like, aside from like most third world countries, it's really bad. <laughs> I was in a hurricane and I was I was in a hurricane in Houston and it was the best time I've ever had in Houston. <laughs> Have you spent a lot of time there? What? Have you spent a lot of time there? I mean, I toured the country a lot. And I would go through Texas. You have to go through Texas like every time. Right. And Texas is like eight miles, 800 days long to get through. So you have to stop a couple times. So I've been, the, I, I've been to Houston probably a, a half dozen times. Right. All, all on tour, so in limited windows. But it's always like, it's fucking, it's a huge, like, sprawl and like the pollution and like there's so like socioeconomic shit that goes on there and it's just like i don't know something and it's always like fucking hot as balls and just stinks and i don't know i i don't like i'm not i'm not a fan of houston before before the astros turned into a bunch of dickheads (laughs) well i'm not i'm not saying that houston's a great place all i'm saying is like you know i live in new york and new york i would say is not a baseball town yeah, of course. Compared to New York, anything's a baseball town. New York's the East Coast is Houston. I love Philadelphia. Are you a big Philadelphia fan? All right. We're going to have to come back. This is a hot. We can talk about this for fucking We can cover the 50 states. We could cover the 50 states. Also joining us, as per usual, is Thomas. Thomas, how's it going? going pretty good, Joel, coming to you from a hazy Seattle, sunny Seattle. Uh, everything's good here. My hot take is uh, that, like, fuck it. Bring, let, let's bring on the exemption from, let's end the exemption from class action lawsuits. Let's fucking hold baseball accountable. I have been chasing streams across the internet. I don't want to pay for cable. I think baseball should be more available. Football's for free every Sunday. And I think it's because they're scared shitless and people are going to stop watching it. I think baseball should stop worrying about league changes and start doing a better job taking care of their multimedia and their fucking streaming options. Yep. So it's a it's a travesty and kind of embarrassing. And I'm 
I think the only thing that's going to impact change is pocketbook. Yep. Yep. I agree with you. Absolutely fucking right about that. And also, you know, like with, I mean, I guess it's in, in accordance with the COVID stuff, but sort of the restrictions that baseball stadiums were quick to pass down as far as in, in, in the, under the umbrella of safety concerns for COVID, like safe, safe co- I mean, they're, they're doing a lot of things, but apparently a lot of the things that they're talking about, they're going to keep even after kind of COVID restrictions are lifted. Like you can't bring food in, you can't bring food or drink from the outside. Like there's all kind of, they're starting to like put down these weird, really dumb rules and it's becoming prohibitively expensive. And I think baseball's walking itself into a corner. Wait, you could Sorry. bring food in from the outside before? Yeah, you used to be able to. In, really? In a lot of stadiums. Yep. Huh. White Sox Stadium, you you could bring bottled water unopened, and like you could bring like your own snacks, peanuts, and sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Probably, I know. I'd go to uh, what is now guaranteed Wakefield, and people would bring chips and peanuts and bottled water and stuff like that. You can do that. You used to be able to do that. But now you're on alcohol, right? You cannot bring your own, you're not supposed to bring your own alcohol. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to bring your own alcohol. God, I used to get ripped at baseball games before I had bad kids. And now, yeah, what was my text I said today? <laughs> yeah, where's that text? I went Tom, to a game on Sunday. First of all, like, let me just read re- Like, you guys remember, remember, I went to the game that nobody's allowed to go, you know, you know and yelled at the Astros from I last season when they came into town. I wasn't allowed to <laughs> stay in my megaphone. Yeah. 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 He's not allowed it in. And this first ticket that we bought, bought was this Sunday, this last last Sunday at Astros. So I'm like, like you know, oh man, there's so many levels of God, God story, but having kids will ruin your life. <laughs> I couldn't yell the Astros, and that you have to eat your food at your like you can't walk around around with food, like you have to take the food back food back to your seat. And we got these, got these. I, 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 I really look at the row, but we're in like second from, from the last on the three hundred level, way up at the top. And it like takes like four forty five minutes up there and down with, with two kids. And my, and uh, anyway, it was just like the whole the whole experience was draining. But I, yeah. I gotta say, yeah. Thomas, that text message that you sent you, I was watching that game. I was in Houston. I was at a bar, and the game was on, and so. I, I texted Thomas. I was like, Thomas, where are you sitting? And that text you sent back about how you were on the bus headed oh, yeah, home yeah, already. That was hilarious, I thought. Yeah, that was, I was in the, in the, in the, I was in the 300 level. Now I'm on a bus going home or something. Like right. <laughs> You're like, I've been to 300 level behind home plate. Now I'm on a bus headed home. Never have children. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was the lie. <laughs> That was the damn line. Uh, I mean, the, in the and the, and the Mariners, Mariners won, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, it's sort of like this weird. What what the baseball I knew, but it was partially because I've had kids, but so partially because it, because it was like you know the whole experience was kind of strange, the whole COVID kind of kind of element, and walking up, being up, none of the vendor outside of this side of the stadium, like all of the life is outside of the stadium, kind of like like commerce that surrounds towns, and all the stuff that's going on inside. You know what I mean? And it, was, it was really it was and it was just like a completely just a dip different experience and sort of like restricted in your movement and kind of how you could you could do things. It was really bizarre. Far. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 a I'm a fan. I, I want I want public health as another number one term. Yeah, unless yeah. uh, yeah, is my is my mom being weird? Yeah, your microphone is being weird right now. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, 
I have not gone to a game yet, and I'm kind of irritated that I have to buy in pods because I don't have any friends or, like, human connections. Yeah, you have to go. It's two to six people, right? right? Yeah, so I can't just go by myself and be, like, a sketchy middle-aged man at a baseball game. Yeah, like, walking around eating a hot dog, looking at, like, <laughs> random shit, you know what I mean? It's like exactly. baseball game. You're supposed to walk around and eat and look at crap. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, that sounds... Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Does it, it sound weird? Do I sound weird? Am I sound, you sound better weird? now. You were echoing real bad when you were telling your Houston story. Yeah, it sounded yeah, like you have... It actually point. sounded yeah, like you had twice. a stutter. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. My name is Joel. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My hot take is real quick. You mean Mercedes now has a career uh, ERA of 9.00, pitched one inning against the Boston Red Sox, uh, one run earned, no strikeouts. My boy, you mean. You know what? It's it's. I hate to say it, but he should probably hang it up, or that ERA is only going to get worse. <laughs> you, should, you should hang it up. It's like that you first know, game. The only player to to retire with like a OPS above a thousand and an ERA under ten. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Hall of Fame. Here you come. <laughs> oh man, I am riding that train as long as I can. And you know who? Uh, Williams Astudio Astudio from the Twins pitched an inning the other day. I'm kind of off the position player pitching train, but whatever. I got to move us on because we got shit to talk about. I want to give some shout out to everybody who's been listening to this podcast. Appreciate it. Champaign, Illinois, Bend, Oregon, Clifton, New Jersey, Fort Klamath, Oregon. Which, like, are you Klamath Falls or what? What's the difference between Fort Klamath, Oregon and Klamath Falls? Oregon people, let me know. London, England, Barcelona, Spain. We're going to talk about you guys in a second. Here's one I was thinking about. Kalakali Tbilisi in Georgia. I bet there's somebody in Tbilisi, Georgia, who's like, motherfucker, it's not Kalakali Tbilisi. It's, that's just like a train station or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that Tbilisi is the capital of Georgia. Portland, Oregon, Providence, Rhode Island, Lewiston, Maine. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please continue to do so. Give us a rating, a review, a subscription, all the nonsense. Oh, that wasn't, that's not like Georgia, like. No, no, like, like next to Armenia, Georgia. Oh. Yeah, like <clears throat> between Armenia and Azerbaijan, Georgia. Yeah, we're big. We're big in Georgia. Yeah. But yeah, not like Atlanta, the four, Georgia. The four, we're big in the former Soviet Union. Yeah. Uh, shout out Georgia. to Georgia, which is where uh, is generally <laughs> believed that wine came from originally. So that's a little no shit. that's a little fun Georgia fact. Oh, cool. And we're not talking we're Georgia in America. No, we're talking Georgia in Eurasia. Yeah, like, Venus yeah. vinifera, the 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 wine grape. Is originated in Georgia. Oh, cool. So, yeah. the, okay. Well, we, I'm getting. That's top gonna, of the crock material. That's but top that, of the <laughs> crock. I'm like, ah, do they have a. That way to work in a subtle. Do, do they have a Mediterranean climate? I thought they were more like, like the steppes, but I've never been to Georgia, so I don't know. Oh, man. You can also check out our top of the crock episodes that 
we do without Thomas because he has a, a family that makes him get on the bus. <laughs> Don't have a family. <laughs> All right. Here's our game for this week. So last week we played a game called Sleepers and Snoozers. Game this week. All right. Knucklehead of the week. All right. In Major League Baseball. I guess it doesn't have to be in Major League Baseball. Who is your knucklehead of the week? Sam, I want you to go first. Cool. Uh, yeah. And this game is actually, it's an amended thing that I just want to give a shout out to my dad who has, with my grandchildren, he has a knucklehead of the day. And whichever one of them does the stupidest thing, they get the knucklehead of the day. So, wait, wait. your dad like has a, a wedding competition of your nieces and nephews of who's the knucklehead of the day. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this is a this is a amended for sports, but my knucklehead of the week uh, nomination is Jay Bruce for two reasons. The first reason is that his name is Jay Bruce. That's two first names. Uh, choose one, get a real last name, Jay Bruce. Um, the second reason is that he retired this week. Uh, three weeks in, he plays for the Yankees. He retired this week after making the roster, the opening day roster, and earning a $1.5 million contract. He retired this week uh, after... Go batting 118 uh, at the beginning of the season, and he left $1.2 million and change on the table by retiring. He's a knucklehead because he's 34 years old. He has zero real-world skills because he's a professional athlete, and like he's going to be flat broke in 10 years, and he's leaving $1.2 million on the table, which he could have earned not playing a single other game the rest of the year and just sitting on the bench. Or even, like, if he got relegated to the alternate site, he's still earning $1.2 million. So, Jay Bruce, you have a stupid name, and you're a knucklehead. Here's my thing about that. You go go first, Thomas. I I mean, did you see his, like, I I, I saw one of his last at-bats on the, he was... I don't know. Is he a Yankee? Was he a Yankee, right? He Yankee, was hired yeah. as a Yankee. He's been all over the place. <clears throat> yeah, no, I mean, he was with the Mariners for a minute. He, he had a decent moments with the Mariners, and he's had a pretty incredible career. He's probably made a lot of money. Yeah. Anyway, that, that I mean, that doesn't excuse leaving $1.2 on the floor, but I watched one of his last at-bats with the Yankees, and he was like, I was like, I almost gasped. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, that was like one of the worst hit bats I've ever seen. Like, he put a swing on this last fastball that was like, what the fuck? Have you, you have not swung a bat in two months or right. like a year. Anyway, uh, so he might have been embarrassed. I mean, here's the question. Here's the question. How much is it worth it to be the worst guy on a bad baseball team? You got to play 162 games. $1.2 million. Is it to you? <laughs> Apparently not to Jay Bruce. I would I would do it I would do it for fifty thousand dollars. I would, you would do, be the worst what? baseball well, I would be the worst baseball player on any baseball team I played on. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got, I got started many, little league, I'm just saying. Right. How much exactly. would you have to pay? No, no, if you could play for a major league baseball team, how much would they have to pay you to get up there? 
162 times four, 500 times a year, and look like an ass and strike out and then go sit there. They just uh, have to cover my expenses, honestly. No, yeah, they, they, I, if they covered my travel and they gave me 50 grand, I'd be fucking stoked. <laughs> just cover fun? rent and food, you know? <laughs> yeah, like pay my, pay my bills and I'll do that shit all day. I had a dream. I had, a, I had this really crazy. It was a great dream. I was on a bus. I mean, except for the fact I was pitching for the Dodgers. We were, driving, we were driving to Chavez Ravine, and it, but it was like sort of like how shit would look in a dream, you know, kind of like driving. And I was on a team bus, and I'm like getting like we're driving to Chavez Ravine, and I'm starting Game Three of the playoffs, and I'm like, fuck yeah, this is so awesome. And then I was like, wait a fucking second, I can't pitch. <laughs> I can't pitch. I realized in my dream that I was incapable of this, and that when I was there, like I couldn't suspend disbelief. I was like, I'm gonna get fucking shelled. And then it was like me getting ready. For the game, like I remember, like just being like, "Fuck, what am I doing?" It's do? the playoffs. <laughs> I can't lose in the playoffs. This is important. There's gonna be a lot of people here. To yell at me. <laughs> Why am I bitching for the doctor? So it went from like a really great dream to like a kind of a terrifying nightmare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, here's my knucklehead of the of the week. It might surprise you. Okay. My knucklehead of the week is Carlos Rodon of my team, the Chicago White Sox. Dude pitched a no-hitter last week. I believe it's the 20th in White Sox history. However, Rodon ruined a perfect game in the top of the ninth by bouncing a ball off of one of the Cleveland Indians' feet. Like... That's a boneheaded move, man. You were two outs from a perfect game, and you just plop one off of a dude's foot. The White Sox were mad at the guy. I think his name was Jose Perez. I forget. I, I had that clue. For not moving his foot? For not moving his foot. They were mad. And he said he had no idea. It's not his, but, you know, it's really not his. I mean, you, what, okay, you, you have to reasonably try to get out of the way, but I, I saw it. It hit his foot. Yeah, but <laughs> that's funny. I I think it, it's important to note that it preserves Felix Hernandez. His perfect game is the last perfect game in the majors. Oh wow! <clears throat> is that no? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Last perfect game. There's been no hitters. Because was that before the Detroit guy lost the perfect game? Remember that when the ump called the guy safe at first when he was clearly out? Oh, yeah. That was a while ago. That was I, that uh, so we got to move on from this game. Yeah, but sorry. I, I have to call Joel out real quick here because he's calling this guy Rodon the knucklehead of the week who pitched a no-hitter. Uh, <laughs> and when this happened, he texted me and said, uh, what's his name, Mercedes was the player of the game in that game because he hit a three-run home run. And all I have to say is that, like, for some reason, Joel doesn't like this guy, Rodon, and I don't know why. Joel kind of of loses his, forgets his troll sense, some, like, his internet trolling sense, and he says it to, does it to his friends. He's like, forgets who he's talking to. Right, exactly. It's hard when, yeah, you spend too much time on the internet. Well, speaking of trolling, uh, I want to give my knucklehead of the week is inspired by Joel's, but it's the sun. 
exactly. In the sky is my knucklehead of the week. The Mariners would have had a no-hitter against the Houston Astros on Sunday. The game I went to had it not been for a sun-aided ground rule double to left center. They scored two runs on one hit, and the one hit was uh, I was there, and it was uh, completely lost in the sun and bounced on the warning track and went over the wall. So, the sun sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe Derek Chauvin, but he sucks too. <laughs> Knucklehead doesn't really begin to describe yeah. that guy. <laughs> that was why I opted for Sun. Yeah. Yeah, I think good move. <laughs> yeah, Knucklehead, you killed somebody. Yeah, that's more than Knucklehead, isn't it? What are your step way on him? Headlines, here we go. We got, we got two headlines I want to talk about. Sam, what, 23, 24 minutes? 24 and a half. All right, well, we probably won't make it under 30. Very professional. We'll see how we do. <laughs> no, we'll be fine. All right. Okay, so uh, baseball. Let's talk about baseball. We are only three weeks and either 15 or 16 games in the 2021 season, but there have already been some surprising starts in Major League Baseball. Both Thomas's Seattle Mariners and Sam's Boston Red Sox sit atop their respective divisions, while preseason favorites New York Yankees, Chicago Cubs, and uh, aforementioned Houston Astros are all wallowing in the basement. So, it's not really a question, it's more of a challenge for the two of you. Make your cases for why your team is the most likely to stay where it's at the top of the standings. Go, Sam. You want me to go to first? Uh, okay, well, I, I was saying this to Joe before the podcast. Um, I'm not ready to go all in on the Red Sox this year. I think that the Red Sox offense is fucking for real. Uh, I don't think that this is any sort of fluke, the amount of runs that we're scoring. I'm not sold that the uh, Boston Red Sox starting rotation and bullpen is for real yet, despite how well they've pitched up until this point. Uh if I'm going to make my case for why the Red Sox are going to stay on top of their division, um, it's that <clears throat> we're going to get Chris Sale back in a month or two, uh, and that can only help our pitching rotation. And if we can stay in the mix, uh, I think that our I think that our bullpen is good, and I think that it's maybe a piece or two away from being really good, um, and that will come in the form that could come in the form of some people that we already have at our alternate site. Uh, I, I know you guys probably haven't been following, but we got this guy, Tanner Hawk. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know how to say his last name, <clears throat> but he's come in like for a couple of spot starts and that kid, he's young. He's like 22 or 23, but he's got for real stuff. Um, and if we can get to a point where our starting rotation is is like a little bit thicker than it is right now, he could be part of a, a he could be a piece of a bullpen that's really starting to come together and look strong. So uh, <clears throat> if I was to make a case for the Red Sox staying on top, it would be that if we can kind of keep it together for another month or two, we'll get Chris Sale back. Uh, and then that will that'll bolster our pitching staff in general to a point that could be very competitive. And our offense I mean, is fucking Chris, legit. 
if Chris Sale comes back and is healthy, that's like certified ace ace of aces. So right. <clears throat> that's the that's the, the the slump stopper. You know what I mean? Like that's the if Chris Sale comes back and is healthy, the Red Sox have a really good shot at being competitive this year and next. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Vander Bo- I mean, yeah, there's some real real elements to the Red Sox. I'm sort of surprised how quickly they folded things up, or how the the, way, the manner in which they sort of put things away and kind of are picking it back up. But that's you know, Boston's been pretty smart about things lately. So yeah, well, pretty, I think I mean, it's pretty I mean, surprising. Yeah, we the, so we played 18 games this year. We've had 17 different lineup formations and 16 different defensive formations. Um, so they're really like doing this Tampa Bay Rays thing where they're really playing the matchups. Um, we won today against the Blue Jays four to two, uh, against, uh, what's that guy's name? Ryu. Ryu. Ryu, who's one of the best pitchers in the American league. And that was without, uh, Devers or Verdugo in our lineup who are both lefties. Uh, and Ryu's a fucking lefty killer, but those two guys are two of our top producers. Uh, Devers is just crushing the ball, and Verdugo's scoring a shitload of runs. So neither of those guys played, and we still won. Um, and, you know, four runs isn't a ton of runs, but four runs is a decent amount of runs. So... Um, Let me tell you about the times I've had the runs. <laughs> <laughs> So, Thomas, what's the argument for Seattle staying on top of the AL West? Uh, we, we, get Kyle, we got Kyle Lewis back today. Uh, aside from Ty France and Mitch Haniger, I, the team hasn't really been hitting the lights out. It's been pretty, pretty steady and consistent, which over a 162-game season is something you can count on. I don't know that I... I don't know... I mean... I. Listen, if we had James Paxton, if we had, if we were going to get Chris Sale back in a month, I'd be like, oh, watch the fuck out, because we got, we got Jared Kelnick we could call up, uh, and he's probably going to see major league action, depending on how competitive we stay, and unless he's, uh, we got a couple like Logan Gilbert, we got, we got, we have people coming up in our organization that are supposed to be on the major league level, if not this year, next year, for sure, so, but with James Paxton going down, I feel like it's a Pretty stretched, pretty young rotation. I know it's a short season, but like Seattle's played the Dodgers, the Astros, the White Sox, who are not apparently that good, but we're, we're pretty good. Like you guys, and the Twins, like, who are apparently not very good. And either. the Twins, right? The two best teams in the trash division that is the American League Central. Well, um, we haven't played the Royals yet. Yeah, exactly. Watch out for Kansas City Royals. Told you guys about them. Uh, that, was a, that was a pretty aside pick, but I'll give you credit for it. It's true. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you guys are playing the other teams that people thought would be good. Well, well, I mean, Houston, Houston got struck with a little COVID right before they got to us. I think they were just scaredy cats. But Altuve and Jordan Alvarez and... Uh, who was couldn't, handle, couldn't handle all the heckling. 
they were, uh, were going to get it. They got yeah. beat pretty hard here. It was pretty amazing. And, you know, and I was thinking about it because I went out into the outfield. That was another part. I was with my kids, and these guys are just, like, out there just like, fuck you, I got to take my kids away. I, all I wanted to do was go yell with them. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so um, but I, it also made me think about what it's going to be like to play this whole season with that kind of treatment for what is ostensibly a pretty young team. And I think it's, I think it's going to be a tough season for him. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not certain Houston's going to, they'll make a run, but yeah, they'll get, I, 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 yeah, I know that the game is that I'm supposed to say that the Mariners are going to be the ones that are going to do it, but I would be, I would be more surprised to see the Mariners hold on to their lead in the AL West than I would be to see the Red Sox. Although, uh, either one is pretty surprising, and if Sale if Sale is not healthy, I don't I don't pick the Red Sox to finish this strong. All right. Well, we uh, the other thing uh, is what? that the AL East is looking a lot weaker than I thought it was going to. Right. That's yeah, another thing. Like, going to turn around. It's a long season. Yeah, it is a long season. Um, but you know, we're except for last season. We're like well, it's not last season, right? Last season didn't exist. Last season right. didn't count. All we're right, we're so like an eighth of the way soccer? through. We're at 33 minutes. Do you want okay. to talk about soccer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do this fast. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not a I, soccer I podcast. Want this, I want to make this officially noted that I I, I like soccer. <laughs> okay. I like Thomas likes soccer. True. Good boy. I, right. Yeah. We're not a soccer podcast, though. Right. We've done a soccer episode, Thomas. I don't know if you've watched or listened to our soccer episode from like no, I don't think I did five years ago. <laughs> no, we we are not a soccer I podcast. The archives yet, you guys. <laughs> uh, and longtime listeners of the show will will remember that historically, Thomas, we don't like soccer. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> However, over the weekend, a consortium of all the top soccer teams in Europe announced that they would be forming a new, quote, Super League. A soccer league open only to the 15 best teams from England, Spain, France, Italy, and Germany. Uh, After threats of lawsuits from FIFA and from UEFA, UEFA, the European Soccer Major League, European... To the Major League Soccer of Europe. <clears throat> the idea seems to be collapsing quicker than a flan in the cupboard. I didn't write this, so... <laughs> I don't st- sure thought you wrote it. I don't stand by that. I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, <clears throat> but the threat for upending European soccer still remains. Uh, and at this point, all of the Europe, all six of the British clubs have backed out just right. for. Yeah. So what yeah, I really we, need, so my question is, and what I really need is that somebody needs to explain this Super League to me uh, and not only why it is good or bad, but like most importantly, why the fuck should I care about it? <laughs> Okay, so here's my analogy that I was going to do. with. And you've never heard the phrase collapsing quicker than a flan in the cupboard before? No. Is it, are you sure it's not a souffle in the cupboard? I thought it was a British thing, flan in the cupboard. Flan is not a... It sounds legit to me. 
Flan's not Flan's a custard though, like it doesn't really collapse. Oh damn. Second food reference. Okay. <laughs> Joel, this is terrible. I'm gonna Google it. You just explain yeah. to me what this is. Okay, and, so here's yeah. my analogy. This well, is no, before, wait, 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 before you do the analogy, yeah. will you just run a run down because I don't know what the fuck it is either and I like suck. Wait, so, and okay, also so, isn't the Champions League the same thing? That's what they're doing. They're getting out of the Champions League. Which is they, what? They're, they're like opting out of the Champions League and creating their own Super League separate from the Champions League that's not controlled by the... Well, they tried to, but it collapsed quicker than it ran in the cupboard because they were going to get fucking sued. So what what this is... Okay, here's, here's the, the baseball analogy is that if you get... The Red Sox, Yankees, Cubs, and Dodgers. And they say, okay, we'll play the regular season. But at the end of the regular season, regardless of what any of our records are, the four of us are going to go play our own playoffs. And the winner of that four-team playoff, we're going to call the Super World Series winners. And we're going to control all the revenue and we're going to control all the television rights because we know that we generate the vast majority because we're the biggest, biggest and best and richest teams. So we're sick and tired of revenue sharing with the Kansas cities and the Clevelands of the world. Right, but there, there's an important caveat that is... European soccer leagues like like La Liga and uh, Serie A and the you know Premier League, they all have their own seat. Their seasons conclude at the end of the the, the 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 scheduled matches, and the leader in points is the champion. They don't have a championship. They don't have a playoff of any kind. The season just ends. And UEFA has kind of had. I mean, this is all kind of. It's also more like if. The United States wasn't the only country that was producing Major League Baseball teams. It would be like if there was really good teams in other leagues. And I think, I mean, the Champions League is, is that, essentially, isn't right. it? Well, what they do, so you've got your your Series A leagues in each one, right? It's called the Premier League in England, Serie yeah. A, and, you know, Serie A. Bundesliga. Bundesliga. What's the Spanish one? The, La Liga. La Liga, right? Yeah. But... And so the winners of each league go on to the Champions League, right? Right, right, right. right. Which is the tournament, which is, I mean, it's a soccer tournament, so it's not they, like... Yeah, they rapid. do like round robin. They do. Yeah, but you have to win or get like first or second in your national league to advance. Uh, what these guys were doing is like, no, 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 that doesn't matter. We, like, if Barcelona finishes eight, they go to Super Champions. They still go to the Super League, and they're never going to go to the Premier League because they it, they would make more money automatically qualifying for a league that they control. Right. Because they're both alone. That makes sense. All makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important. I, I don't. So in that sense, I don't think it, it does matter whether Sam cares or not. He should not care. Yeah, so wait, it doesn't really affect American sports in the sense because American uh, sports are all. I so mean, if you're a soccer it, fan, it, would it, it just ruin soccer in all of Europe? 
Like these high yeah. high grossing teams, would it just like without the revenue sharing, would it just collapse the sport in all of the kind of smaller cities? I think, yeah, I think there's a very strong argument for that. And like all the heads of state got real mad at them about this too. Um, yeah, I mean, like every, you know, any small team in France or in England or something like that is getting the money from that. And by taking away from that, you know, they're, you're sort of relegating them ultimately. And that's a soccer so sort of like woven into the fabric of European culture that it's pretty like the, the small town team is so important to the small town that it's like it would be like telling Americans you couldn't have guns. <laughs> right. Well, and, but you mentioned relegation because that's the thing is that it would end relegation and promotion functionally, which would make it more like American sports, right? Like you're never going to, no matter how many times the Durham Bulls win the AAA league, they're never going to get to play in the major leagues. Right. Whereas that's kind of the foundation of European soccer. But but those teams are, but the smaller teams, the smaller town teams are not, there's not subsidiaries they're not they're not affiliates of bigger market clubs they're they're their own independent you know each one is independent i think that you know like barcelona has levels of teams at different levels but they play against the same you know what i mean they say whatever i don't know i don't know any of the crappy spanish soccer well i guess that's what i'm saying is that like if, if barcelona if you know you know, whatever Barcelona and Madrid FC, yeah, like one of these teams, they have their own sort of hierarchical structure where there's like you know the rookies and the young kids that are developing. And they have different levels that are controlled within there, and I don't know how they are. I don't think they play each other. I think they're all just trying to make it to the big team. Yeah. No, I think the issue is that this is like a very bald money grab by the biggest, uh, wealthiest franchises in Europe. That seems, and the crazy thing is that, like, today, tonight's Tuesday, as of Sunday, the media was like, this is a done deal, this is happening. And now 48 hours later, and that's when I was texting you guys about this, 48 hours later, almost all of these teams have walked back and been like, nope, never mind, we're not going to do that. Right, yeah, pretty, pretty broad. I just don't understand. Like, I mean, I, I don't get European soccer at all. But it just—it seems to me like there's always a like either a there's always an international tournament going on, right? Whether it's like the Euro Cup, the Champions League, the like, uh, I don't know, World Cup, World Cup qualifiers, World Cup inter like you know inter-american i don't know like there's always something going on and so this just seems like it'd be another one of those things so i think would replace one of those things the thing is that they'd be like we're not going to the champions league we're, we're going to the super league gotcha we're taking money the real thing is we're taking money out of ufa's uefa's pocket and we put it in our own I think what it demonstrates ultimately UF. is the power of UEFA. I mean, yeah. UEFA is like one of 
is like the Illuminati. I mean, it's like one of the scariest old organizations. They control, they have tons of weird assets and weird things going on. Super weird correct. I, 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 the UEFA scares the shit out of me. Like, I think we, we'd probably all get, get murdered in my sleep just for saying this on this podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> have we talked about FIFA's like scandals yet? FIFA's scary too, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, because the other thing was FIFA came out and they were like, we're going to say you can't play in the World Cup, like to the players, if you're going to do this. And I don't know. They, they threatened. I don't know if legally they can do that. Well, of course they can. So yeah, of course the they can. <laughs> yeah. They can do whatever the but, fuck they want to. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. The Catholic Church, the Pope got on the phone, called Messi, said, cut this shit out. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a funny oh, buddy, so I miss, you know, <laughs> that's, that's my understanding of European athletics <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good I thought that was really good I thought you were going to say that's your understanding of Catholicism, Catholicism. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basically the Pope just has everybody's phone number <laughs> that's how Catholicism works <laughs> I was, I'm so tempted to do my really insulting Italian accent, but I have to stop myself, you know what I mean? Why? <laughs> <laughs> nope. None of us in this room are literally Italian. We can insult whoever we want. Right. I mean, also, we don't have a good following in Italy, so... Right, don't... I don't want to do, alienate them. Don't do your Ukrainian or Georgian accent. Yeah, don't do your Georgian accent. <laughs> We do well no there. No more Russian accent. Yeah, yeah. Avoid the Russian accent. Oh, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Uh, you know, we talk baseball. Who you got? Uh, Red, so- um, Red Sox and Mariners play this weekend. Nice. Yeah. So we're going to have to talk about that. I think it Can we put a friendly wager on it? Sure. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that I feel like both of us are just kind of expecting our teams to start losing soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> both, like grasping at straws, trying to come up with reasons that they're going to stay relevant. <laughs> we'll think about that. We, we can tweet that out if we got like, because usually it's like. Exchanging, like, if you're the mayor of Seattle and the mayor of Boston, you exchange, like, sushi for Boston beans. For beans, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like like coffee. Oh, yeah, like a bag of coffee for a can of beans. Still beans. It's still beans coming from Boston. I'll I'll mail you a cup of Starbucks coffee if you send me a slice of pizza. I'll send you some maple syrup. How about it? But you're in New York, though. I know, but I got a good stash. He's not just Boston Red Sox. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. That's not a Boston thing. That's a Sam thing. That's not a Boston thing. Sam just has me. I just have a lot of maple syrup. Cup of coffee. Wait, how much syrup? Well, I don't know. You give me a cup of coffee, I'll give you like a tablespoon of maple syrup. I'm not going to mail you a cup of coffee if you're not going to mail me a slice of pizza. 
Oh yeah, I'll, I'll mail you a slice of pizza. Send me a cup That's of clam fine. chowder. Gonna, I'll send you a Starbucks coffee if you send me a cup of clam chowder. <laughs> I'll mail you pizza. I'm in New York. I'm not in Boston, you know. Right. Give me a right. cup of New York clam chowder then. Man, oh, yeah, Manhattan clam chowder. Okay. I know that I've done this on this podcast before, but Manhattan clam chowder yeah. is not yeah, yeah. chowder. It's not chowder. Go, it's fucking you, tomato soup. It's tomato oh, and clam I don't want that. soup. I don't want that then. No, yeah, no, yeah. Man. It's not no, no, chowder. Sam got really strong opinions about that. Sam, you haven't. You Sam, you haven't not only done it on the podcast, you've done it in my presence like 25 times. <laughs> Well, Sam, I mean, also, you have to realize, just get me a really cheap cup of clam chowder because it's going to spill in the mail. <laughs> I'm just going to pour a cup of clam chowder into a manila envelope and, like, send it in mail. That's what I was going to do with a cup of coffee. Maybe, like, a pan and <laughs> It would deteriorate before it even Yeah, it'll be good. It's a USPS uh, problem. <laughs> no, it's a four-game series. Oh, hopefully it's not a tie. But, <laughs> right. ladies and gentlemen, we got to go. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Dub on the Up Ostensibly a Baseball Podcast. For Sam and Thomas, my name is Joel. Uh, have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. You just want to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help your black ass. Goddamn right. Why don't you tell everybody what the fuck you got to say? It's coming straight from the underground.